Welcome to the Blackout Podcast where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And this one I'm super excited for because I've been wanting it to happen for a while now. Because this lady does too many things. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Mill, um, you know, runs maritime modeling, t- modeling talent management, hire bartender, and still teaches. I'm like, how do you have time to all do all that? Thanks for coming to the podcast well, today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Time to do all that. I don't know if I would necessarily say I have time to do all that, (laughs) but I make it work. Um, Yeah, I don't even know where to start, I guess, about that. Let's start start with teaching. So let's talk about teaching, right? I think teaching is one of those jobs that isn't really appreciated, but, you know, when you get the right teacher, it can change your life, literally. And so... How did you decide to become a teacher? And is that something you always wanted to do? Well, so I guess, yeah. So I'm a teacher by trade, but by ma- my background's in psychology. Um, so I think the psychology piece and my like interest in people mm. really is like at the underlying like of what, like all the businesses. Um, so I actually got into teaching with the idea that I was going to do my master's in counseling. And like, uh. as I was teaching, it's kind of like double whammy, so get paid because <laughs> education's expensive. Right, right, right. right. Um, but then that was about seven or eight years ago, and I'm still here. Um, but with teaching, what I do is I teach um, learning support or resource. So I am that person in the school that works with students that might need like just a bit more support um, for various reasons, like whether that's they have gaps in their learning, they have behavioral challenges, or there's um, something else that's kind of like affecting their ability to learn, like a learning disability and stuff like that. So what I do is I kind of assess kids and figure out what that barrier is. Mm. Um, An easy fix is they just have some gaps because of many reasons and I just kind of teach them those gaps and then they move go on their way um, but if it's something kind of more complex than that um, I kind of work with them and figure out what those challenges are and what their strengths are and how we can kind of use those strengths to make to eliminate the barriers mm-hmm. really so yeah that's a lot that's a lot it like- is but it's so rewarding. Right. And a lot of times those are the kids that like if you're struggling in school and honestly like let's be real the school system right now is not ideal <laughs> for mm. the learners that are in it. Um so and, and there's so many different ways you can learn. Kids are so diverse. Well, humans are diverse. Mm-hmm. Um but when you're told you have to like sit down in a class and (laughs) don't talk, don't move and um, learn things that maybe you don't necessarily even want to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, there'll be behaviors, there'll be pushback. Um, 
so like, I don't know, I just kind of make it so, like those are the fun kids to work with. Mm. The ones that, well, let's talk about behavior, for example. Like so many times um, if a kid is acting up in class, you're, a teacher is just so quick to get mad at them. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. You're supposed to be doing this. Stop. But what I do is I kind of take a step back and no kid's just going to be a jerk for no reason, right? <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Most of the time. Okay. There's always that like underlying Something reason, there, yeah. right? Like why are they doing this? What mm. are the reasons behind their behavior? Mm-hmm. And then like take those steps back. And so often it's because they are seeking connection or they're trying to avoid something like work because that's the real struggle. Mm. So there's, I just solve all the problems. <laughs> huh. I mean, so, you know, most people that become teachers always want to be teaching. Is that something that you've always wanted to do or? No, not necessarily. Um, I just kind of used it as a stepping stone for whatever else I'm going to do. And then I just kind of, I started enjoying what I was doing. Mm. And then it was like last year, I took a step back. Cause it's a, it's a hard job. Like you said, it's, there's a lot to it. It's a 24 seven, you are on, mm-hmm. you can't just like, okay, day's done. Just leave it at the door and go home. It, it kind of sticks with you whether that's extra work or like mentally sticking with you. Like you mm-hmm. care about those kids, right? Yeah. So it's it's really like emotionally draining too. But there's just like so much we have to do all the time. So there was a moment last year where I was just like, if I put this much like time and energy into anything else, there'd be like, compensation or something like you know what I mean like if I'm good at my job oh, if I'm see. good at my job yeah. I don't get paid any more than if yeah. someone if you just show up yeah. and just do the bare minimum right but I can't do that because of, I always want to do good but then I'm like someone tell me I'm doing good <laughs> <laughs> or give me more money right so I was like hmm maybe I'll see what else is out there. So then that's when all this other stuff started kind of like falling into my lap. Of, so just the pace of a year, is that? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> okay. Okay, so which one came first, the modeling or the- The or chicken the... or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> the... I think it's the chicken that came first. I don't know. No, you know, I actually, I know I'm sidetracking now, but I gotta see my, like, whenever I get asked that question, you know, Oh, because, like, the chicken starts from an egg. But I think there had to be a chicken at some point. And it just magically happened. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe the it was, like, an evolutionary change where, like, this thing and thing had an egg and then, like, <laughs> popped a chicken. Okay. But, yeah, which one came first? The, the... the bar came first. Mm. So um, with higher bartender events and the thirsty smuggler, Thirsty Smuggler is like the, the, so there's the, higher, the bartender events and then the Thirsty Smuggler is like the name of the mobile trailer bar that mm. kind of comes with it. But that happened because I had a friend who um, decided to like create like a wedding venue type thing and she kept having clients come to her and ask for like bartending services or like what 
they could do if that's something they would want. So we chatted and she was like, hey, like people keep asking about this. And I knew of this business before. Like I had worked for the Thirsty Smuggler. Um, it was some, it was a husband and wife couple that um, lived in Wolfville, like where I'm from. And um, I've, yeah, so they asked me to work once. And it was so much fun. Mm. So I was like, hmm, maybe I'll start my own. Because I knew that they didn't want to be too busy. Just they they were just doing it for fun, kind of just a couple gigs a year to make it worth their while. Um, so I reached out to them just to say hey, and I was going to ask them about or tell them that this was kind of going to be my idea. So it wasn't like yeah, like they weren't surprised. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just like, hey, like how are things going? And the owner Kane was just like. Great, do you want to buy the business yet? <laughs> and I was like, well, funny you ask. Right. So I said yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it went from like an idea of like, oh, I'm going to start this to a reality really quick. So they also had the higher bots in that or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid business where oh, okay. it's like, yeah, so the Thirsty Smuggler is just like one portion part of it. Of it. It's like do. the higher. It bought and it's the umbrella. Yeah. And this is just part of it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I went from an idea in the morning of like, hmm, we could do this to like that afternoon being like, okay, we did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. When was that was a year ago? And what did taking over the company entail? Like, what did you have to do? Did you just keep it going? Did you have to change things? So they just kind of like handed everything to me passwords and everything and they're just like here you go they're great because like I said I, I knew them as well mm -hmm. so they kind of helped me out that first little bit um to make sure it was like a seamless transition mm. um I have tweaked like some things um I kept like the especially at first like I kept everything the same because I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> so I was like I'm just gonna go with their framework mm -hmm. for right now until like I come into it and get my own groove and figure things out for myself. Mm. So, yeah, that was a fun, it was fun just kind of like learning the ropes and how they did things. And I tweak things as needed, like that fit more what I wanted. Okay, so but. let's let's talk about it. Um, I guess I have a event or something and mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, I wanna I get hired about hire bots and what happens? I you know, I reach out to you, then what happens? So you reach out and like the website, it's so hard to like put anything on there because there's so many it depends. So we have the website, um, hirebartendervents.com, but honestly, I would rather just like talk to you about mm. your event, right? And like kind of have a consultation of what do you envision us doing? And I can say like what we do. So like we could either, there's so much. <laughs> like We could come in and just be bartenders. We could come in with absolutely everything. We take care of liquor license and cups, ice, mix, any drinks you want. We do everything. You don't have to worry about a thing. Or there's like everywhere in between. So, so let's see. Okay, now I'm going to make up a... <laughs> you know, some random events. You know, it's this event and I guess 
you know, I need the liquor license. How does, like, I, I just pay for everything and you guys show up or, like, you, like, do, you know, do my guests pay at the bar, you know? Well, those are both options. Oh, okay. So we can, a lot of times when we do weddings, the bride and groom will pay, like, it's we charge kind of like a per person um, amount. And then it'll be at an open bar for their guests. Um, we've also had many events where we come in and it's just a cash bar. Mm. So then that's more affordable for like you, the organizer. Um, and then we're still kind of there and make money that way. Okay. So there's there's options. Okay. Okay. I think I don't know. I want to do something just to try it out. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think and um, based... Uh, you, so you know how many people are coming, or at least I'm expecting, and then that will determine how many people you have in your team and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Right, yeah. So we usually figure out where it's at, take into account how many guests there are, um, what types of drinks they want. Um, a lot of, some events will be like wine and beer maybe only, or we can do like different spirits. Do you want any specialty cocktails? So there's all that that we talk about beforehand. Um, and then, yeah, like it's it's so much fun. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Is it seasonal or doesn't? Well, this is my first winter with it. Right. But um, we've been really busy with like holiday parties, bachelorette parties, um, just like office Christmas parties or anything oh. holiday related. Yeah. And... So I guess the, the people you work with, it's kind of like per per event or something. Right, with a liquor license? N no, like with, the, like with the bartenders that work. Right, yeah. So we don't actually have employees per se. Mm. We have, we make it so they're subcontractors. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So with, I have a quite a range of, like I have a big pool of bartenders that mm. want to work. And so... Once I know the nature of the event, um, I can kind of pick and choose who might be a good personality that matches it. Yeah. I like being there a lot, though. <laughs> what, you to, to work there or just to, like, manage or? Um, I, like, I'll work it quite a bit, actually. Like, I, I like it. <laughs> okay. And then what's the difference between doing, like, the bartending versus the Thirsty Smuggler. What does it look like? Is it a truck? Is it a... Yeah, so the Thirsty Smuggler, um, it's a renovated 18, or 1983 horse trailer. Oh. Yeah, so we kind of just like, that one's more seasonal. Right. That cause... one's kind of more, I don't know, we don't have like sleigh things on it yet <laughs> but we kind of roll up and we that is our bar and we serve out of that mm, i mean it has to be like fridges and stuff in there or we sorry ice whatever. yeah so right now we kind of use a really low tech system mm. of uh just coolers because that makes it so um we can literally go anywhere we don't need to plug in exactly exactly yeah exactly. and it works and How's it been running that so far? I love it. <laughs> what do you love about it? Well, just like the teaching, the people. And I love, like, 
I really like thrive on other people's energy mm. um, and being around people. And that's kind of like where I said in the beginning, like the, my love of psychology is kind of like that underlying thing. So PC. I just, I really love like meeting new people and just chatting mm. and cause you, something, you always learn something from everyone I find. Mm -hmm. That's why like what you do, like this would be perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> just that's what I love doing is just talking to people. Awesome, okay. And then <laughs> the other business. So how did the maritime model and talent management happen? Right, so I've been in the um, industry now for like 10 years, um, just on the side doing acting, modeling gigs here and there. Um, and so I was with maritime model and talent as a model and then the agent Cheryl Schaff decided to, it was time to retire. So she kind of like told everyone that that was where she was going and people started freaking out because they're like, what do we do? And because <laughs> there's only like, there's only a few talent agencies in, in Halifax or even in the Maritimes really. Mm -hmm. um, so then she, reached out to me and she knew that about the bar business too. And she saw like, she's like, oh, you're a successful business person. Mm. She, so she was like, would this be something that you would like be interested in mm -hmm. taking over? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did not see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like at first I was like, I don't know, like I'm really busy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, like I have two other full-time jobs. Right, right. So I was like, I don't really know if I can do all the things that would be need to be done in order to be effective. But then she convinced me that it's a lot of, it's a lot of time, but it can be on your own time in most cases. Mm. So I could do it like at night or here and there. And anyway, she convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> So, Did it take much convincing? Uh, <laughs> when an opportunity is right, presented, right. I don't want to say no. Right, right, right. And I really like doing things that are outside my comfort zone. Mm. This is definitely one of them. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what's on? Because you've done it. So what's uncomfortable about well, running to, it? I don't know. It's just, I feel like it's way out there like i know my parts in the industry like i've done like like commercials and modeling and a couple of different like tv shows like that whole acting piece like that's the areas that i know wouldn't even say comfortable but i know have an idea of but okay then there's a like runway I'm 5'4". I, like, <laughs> I don't know runway. And, and I know that there's so much that I don't know. Mm. I'm going to know. I will find out. Right. And I've been kind of navigating everything since. How long has that? Um, have you taken over to? That was in like July, okay. August. And how's it been so far? Busy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love about this one too? So with this... I I like meeting people, right? And I like mm -hmm. talking to people. 
and with um, being an agent and director of an agency, it takes a lot of people skills for one, but mm -hmm. like that whole like networking and talking to people and when you have to have the ability to like see opportunity and take it and I don't know. I think of it as a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Are you travel on those? On challenges? Yeah, I thrive on challenges. Okay, so um, we talked about higher budget and how it works. How does this work? I want to be a, I guess, talent model, whatever. Mm -hmm. I reach out to like a website. What happens? Yeah, so on our website, maritimemodelandtalent.com, um, there is a tab that where you can hit apply and kind of fill out a, what you want to apply for. Um, and then I get the email, and there's a lot of emails. <laughs> uh, we get a lot of applications. What, what do you do? I mean, obviously, it's a more Italian thing. So I have to put photos or? Yeah, photos um, or like videos. I guess like it depends on what you want as mm -hmm. well. Um, and then, yeah, like if you, if I see that you would be a like a good candidate, we I reach out and we'd have a call. I don't really know what I'm looking for half the time. That's like, what I was gonna it, ask. Yeah, but, yeah, like, and that was kind of my first question when I took over. Um, like, what do I look for? Because mm -hmm. to say that, like, someone's talent is better than someone else's. So, like, I'm still kind of struggling with that. Mm. Um, and every agency's different they kind of have their thing and I don't know yet what like my thing is or will be mm -hmm. um I know that I want to like on my roster I want to make sure that like we have like a true representation of the Maritimes um like I know there when you say the word model Everyone kind of has their absolutely tall yeah. and skinny. Yeah, and like you have this like idea in your head of what that looks like, mm. and in some cases, like yeah, that th that's how it is sometimes. But I really kind of like I think like beauty can be is like so you see. Let's take a step back when you see when I say model, you have like this idea in your head, right? Mm. But when I say like beauty or talent, that looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, I wanna kind of maybe try to challenge the mainstream like idea of what that looks like. Um, because like I feel like people have talents and people have like really neat things about them mm -hmm. that could be and should be like showcased, but it might not necessarily be on a runway or mm. maybe it's not, maybe it's not that typical model look. But with actors, think think of actors, look, look on TV. Not all actors are tall and skinny, yep. right? So that's more like with that route, I feel like there's a more diverse, more ability to be diverse in what you look like, what you 
sound like and yeah. So with, you know, modeling is modeling, whatever, wrong way, fashion, but talent, like, Right. What, what, are, what are, you, are you like? Because I watch um, June America's Got Talent. Yeah. I mean, I've seen <laughs> things on that show. Like, okay, that's the talent. Cool. So when it comes to talent, I know you say you don't know particularly what you're looking for, but what what does that encompass? What does that cover? Because like, am I gonna be like, oh, hey, I can juggle. That's my talent. <laughs> I want to join your, you know, agency or can you juggle? <laughs> I can't juggle. I don't even... Actually, I don't have any talents. I just... <laughs> you can't stop. No, seriously. I, I surround myself with people that do cool stuff. Yeah. So I, I guess my talent is to pick people that do cool stuff. <laughs> I'm sure there's more than that. You're good with people? You know what? No. So I think, you know, you can sing. Like, America's Got Talent, if you can sing, if you know how to do tricks with dogs, you can win. <laughs> Um, if you can um, flip, on, you know, some right. assaults and stuff. I, can do I can't do any of all those things. So I would never go to a show like that. But, I mean, so when it comes to talent, I don't want to say what are you looking for, but what would I, as a person that wants to reach out, would I come with, oh, this is what I'm bringing to the table? That's a really good question. Because um, I don't, no. So I have all these ideas, but I don't want to, like, get in way over my head more than I already am. <laughs> <laughs> so I have all these ideas where I'm like, I could do this, and I could do this, and I'm like, and, like, the business is going on like this, and I'm just like, okay, there's only one of me right now. And so with the, with talent, I feel like, like, I really like music. So I know that if you were a musician... Um, especially if it's just kind of like you and not in a band, it's really hard to kind of get started and get into different pubs or venues. And it's hard to like advocate for yourself and be like, hey, I'm really good. Mm. You should hire me and you should pay me more. Mm -hmm. So for like, I thought maybe like to represent different musicians to kind of like be their, be their voice in a way and help get, because I, I don't know, I have like different connections to like venues and pubs and things like that because of the bar thing and because of everything. So mm -hmm. it's like it's all connected. Yeah, exactly. So like I feel like if I could do that <laughs> or yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I did this thing um a couple months back and it was for um I was a judge for the uh, Miss Southeast Asia. And that was really hard because Why? with like, it was my first like pageant experience. And with that, there was 20 girls and they were like competing to be like Miss Southeast Asia. And like that was one example where they all had so many talents and they all had, like, they were beautiful. They had, like, so many skills. And they were all so amazing. Mm. And then for me to be a judge and be like, oh, your, your talent is actually better than hers. It's like, <laughs> no, it's not. Like, that's, I, I didn't like that part of it. I loved the event. It was so cool. I, it was great. Mm. And, but, like, the judging part of that mm -hmm. to be like, oh, you 
are more beautiful and talented than this person. It's like dream crusher. Right, like, right, 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 right. So I really want to like provide people with the opportunities to showcase what they can do and I don't know. No, I don't know what I'm doing. Does that make sense? No, it does. But I I have to also say, though, like I was saying, I love watching America's Got Talent. And there are some people that come there, no. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the best parts, though. The ones that (laughs) I love the bloopers. Yes, yes, yes. Like, you gotta know that, I mean, I just think it's unfair when someone has this, you know, I think we should have people in our life that are honest enough with us to say, you know, you're not where you want to be. You can like practice or learn or something Mm. and not just go and put it for the whole entire world to see. But okay, so whatever it is, I apply (laughs) and I join. What does the agency do for me? So what what being with the agency would do is I represent you um, and which allows you kind of more exposure. Um, I kind of do some marketing for you, get you out there on social media. Um, I, You'll have your face on the website, which many clients look at when they're looking for people. Um, or I have those connections to um, different clients where they will come to me and say, hey, I need a female between the ages of 18 and 35. That is like, like, so they'll give me those kind of stats and Mm -hmm. I will reach out to the talent. So you'll kind of get more um, opportunities that way as well. So so I guess I go to, I kill it, they choose me, I make X dollars, you get a percent of that, I guess, right? Yeah, so how that works is I like I don't make money if you don't work. It's not you're not paying me to sit there and do nothing for you. <laughs> X percent of zero dollars is zero dollars. Yeah, so. exactly. So when you do oh, do go out and get work and get paid, um, there's a agency fee, which I think is like pretty standard across the board, um, in of fifteen percent. Okay. And then that's just kind of for all the background stuff that everything that happens in there. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, so now that you don't do the modeling and thing and acting anymore, or? I am still, so I'm part of a television series, Ocean Playground. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I, yes, Semi. Yep. Yeah, so, so she's on that with me, yeah. So I am kind of a part of that still, and I'm going to kind of keep continuing that because mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> what do you love about it? Doing stuff that for me, I'm terrified of the ocean. Why? There's so it's many massive. things in there. <laughs> <laughs> How are you not? So it's funny because everyone else on the show is like loves the ocean, and they're like, "Oh, give me more," and I'm just like, mm. <laughs> "So for me, it's kind of pushing me outside my comfort zone." That's your thing, and yeah. like helping me learn not to be scared. And mm. it, like, I do things that I would never do if there was not a camera in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, and and I have kind of like started overcoming my fear. Mm-hmm. I think what I've learned too, it's not the actual like 
ocean that I'm scared of. Because like I, I love to swim. Put me in a pool, watch me go. Mm -hmm. It's like I think it's like the fear of the unknown. I mean, you have to fall in before anything will happen. As long as you're on the boat, you're fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm fine on the boat. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like. And, and the funny thing is, like, I'm more scared of, like, like the creepy crawly things on the on the <laughs> ground than I am of, like, if I see a shark. Because I'm like, oh, a shark, that's more scared of me than I am of it. And, well, but, like, I don't this know. This little thing, like, you know, they're, like, so unpredictable. No, I mean, a shark is a shark. You don't want to, anyway. Okay, okay, so, um, you, you, you said how you try to manage your time and stuff, but, um, as... As the, you know, as the businesses are growing, are you going to stop teaching or? Um, I'm definitely going to grow my team. Um, so like, for, like to do every, right now I do everything by myself. Oh. Like for, for the most part. Yeah, for okay, the most okay, part. Okay, 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 okay. So, I mean, with the bar business, that one's kind of like a family affair. Like mm. I have my brother who's heavily involved with that too. Hey, Aaron. Um, <laughs> he has, we use like all of his trucks. He has a construction company. Mm. Um, and so he helps kind of like with the that part of it. And he's always like there in the background. Mm -hmm. um, and then, but with the modeling agency, like I have different like photographers I work with um, and like a couple of uh, makeup artists. But when it comes to like the, the business, yeah, business part, side yep. of it, right now it's all me. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit of a micromanager. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, okay. Uh, just a little. Um, so, uh, like, I want to have someone to maybe take over the social media part because that in itself is a full-time job mm -hmm. when it's done right of all the businesses. Um, and then maybe, like, helping me answer some emails <laughs> and all that. But, yeah, so for right now, it's kind of just me. So I'm going to expand me. Mm. <laughs> Delegate some of those tasks. Mm -hmm. And then with teaching, I do love it. Like, I do love what I do. It's really rewarding. And, like, those kids, like, like I know there's a handful of kids that it's, like, I'm that one that, like, changed their life or opened their eyes mm. and, and kind of showed them. You're talking about talent. Like, there's so many kids that have talents that they aren't able, like, school isn't the place where those talents shine. So they come to school and it's like, oh, I'm not very good at reading. I'm not very good at math. I'm not very good at sitting still. But they go home and they can, like, create things with wood or they, they're they really, really good, like, skateboarder, biker. And they have all these skills that no one sees there. Mm. Um, so, like kind of opening up their eyes to that too like mm. and kind of telling them like you gotta not everyone's gonna be like go to university and do this like there's i don't know <laughs> that that's a whole other rant but with yeah with teaching right now i am doing that i don't know when that will end okay. if it does but for now plan is to add Mini use. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about mini use, I like, I mean, do you want to show me how to make some drinks? Yes. Okay. So here's what I was thinking. Right, right, right. So I thought maybe we could put all of our skills to the test where I could teach you mm -hmm. how to make a drink. You could construct it 
Aaron Cameron construction. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you could model the drink and oh. I could take pictures of you. Okay, I don't know. I, 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 that's the one thing, like, I can act, but modeling, I don't know. I'm like, don't, I don't know what to do. You just be you. Like, drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to give it a try? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. So, first, I've never done this before. I've had, like, bartenders, companies, magic to me how to do it. But, uh, what, is it like, why do drinks have names anyway? To make them fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Well, they but, need a name. Um, so what drink will we be making? So I thought maybe we could make, this one is called a ginger snap. Okay. And so it'd be nice with the holidays coming up. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little like holiday drink. Mm -hmm. So you think you're ready? Okay. So <laughs> what, what happens first? So first, what you are going to do is you are gonna take one of these glasses. Mm -hmm. Here, I'll show, I'll demonstrate. First right, right. And then you can go. Okay, cool. So I have some like ginger beer here on the table. Mm -hmm. And you're just gonna like get the rim of the glass wet. And then you're gonna dip it into this like cinnamon, sugar, ginger fiasco. And then kind of go like that. Okay, I you think I could do that. I think I could do that. So just, you know, get the yeah. thing wet. Yeah. Right? And then... Yeah. Just... Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not too bad. Okay, so okay. let's go to the difficult part now. Oh, it's not difficult. <laughs> okay. Okay, so then we have this shaker here, okay? Yeah. So in this, we are going to put... So I really like to support local when, mm -hmm. um, whenever I can. So this is from Barreling Tide Distillery. It's Five Fathom Rum. Um, Barreling Tide is where? That is in Port Williams. Okay. Down my neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. So what we're gonna do is, here you do it. We are going. <laughs> you, you are going to take put a shot of that into the shaker. So um, how like fill this thing up? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Don't spill any. No, it's that's fine. good. Oh, oh, okay. I know what happened. That's okay. It. Okay. And then. Ooh, that's strong. Is it? Let me smell. That yeah. Is... yeah <laughs> What's this? Uh, 40%. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is going to be a fun drink. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're just going to add like a little splash. Just here. Just put like a little splash of cinnamon in there. In there? Yep. Uh, that's enough? Yeah, okay. sure. We'll just do it to taste. Okay. I make my own rules. <laughs> okay, now put this, the cover, on. Oops. Yeah, throw okay. it on there. And oh. then, now you're gonna sh give it a good shake. Mm hmm just shake? Just shake it. There, you're natural. <laughs> See, what a talent. <laughs> okay. Okay, and then, I, yeah, you can Ooh, take that off. it's chilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cold. There's ice. Yeah. So I actually didn't bring extra ice. So the ice that we're going to use is going to be in there. So you can pour it into your rimmed glass and stop there. That's and it. then you were going to fill it with some ginger beer. Oh, it's all ginger, ginger. Ginger, ginger. Okay. It's like a little gingerbread cookie. All the way? Sure. 
Oh. And that would be a lovely cocktail at a holiday party. So, how do people like decide tips for bartender? Like, is a if I'm a bartender, how do I get good? Like, how do I get all the tips? Well, by shaking it like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, that was perfect. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like people, right. so I just talk to them and. I mean, some events you get more tips than others, and mm -hmm. I don't know if there's anything. I've never had a problem with getting tips, so <laughs> I don't know if there's like something I do. I don't. I'm not aware of it. If okay. There is. And then the other side, if I'm like getting drinks, is there like a acceptable tip for like? I'm like, I love what I love the way the bartender was shaking that stuff. I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> tip you. What's like reasonable? Um, I guess like the, an industry standard is like. 15 or 20 percent mm. but often at events we do so we do like a lot of weddings um corporate events big like there's a lot of people a lot of like all the time mm -hmm. so what some guests will do is just like throw in a 20 and then be like that there you go for a bit especially if it's an open bar and they're you're not actually paying for anything mm -hmm. they'll just kind of throw in wow so as a as a guest you could just Give me all your money. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm putting yeah. it in there. Okay, so the modeling part now. How do you uh, model a drink? So, let me get my fancy <laughs> camera. Um, I don't know. Like, I think the the best models always look natural. So, mm. if you were to to model this drink naturally, I'll be like, uh, oh man, this is great and shit. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's chilly. It looks oh, great. Yeah, look at and that. The rim is, is, is like, the glass have a special name? I don't know. It's, no, it's what, just a glass. It, you just make it up. Right. Okay. <laughs> just um, own it. <laughs> what does it? Oh, ginger snap. That ginger was a, snap. Yeah. See, um, and then as a photographer, which I'm not at mm -hmm. all, um, I'm just like taking pictures as you go to kind of get Thank that you. natural. There you go. All right. Uh, oh my God. So I'm going to drink this off camera. Um, but I want to say, actually, no, I have a last question for okay. you. Okay. So um, you are always getting out of your comfort zone and you're always challenging yourself. I'm like, I don't like water because of all these <laughs> creepy curls, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, you know, someone is watching or listening to the podcast today and they're like, how do I get comfortable with getting out of my comfort zone? What advice can you share? Um, it's not easy. Okay. Thank uh, you. It's not. <laughs> Thank but you. honestly, like, I know that that's the only way that you can grow is to kind of force yourself to do something. Like, don't do something, like, that's, like, way, way, way out there. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe just, like, maybe, like, a baby step. Like, don't do something, like, in the... There's like comfort zone, and then there's like death zone. Don't, don't do, go don't, skydiving. Yeah, don't go death zone first. <laughs> like, I don't know, like something that you makes you uncomfortable. I don't know. I try to do something every day, honestly. Wow. Yeah. Taylor, thank you so much for coming to the podcast today, and cheers, all. Cheers. Enjoy my drink. <laughs>